You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out Sports Center in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, and it's time for the game sports show. Sports Center Bar and Grill news show upload in the pocket edition. It is your host, David McCaig Jr., recording live inside Sports Center Bar and Grill here on its famous 75 cent wing nights. You can enjoy these 75 cent wing nights on Monday and Wednesdays. Also, make sure you come on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill to be a part of the as always, electric atmosphere, great menu options, great cold beverages available, and named the Sioux's Best Sports Bar five years in a row and also five. two years in a row being named Best Wings in the City of Sioux St. Marie, Ontario. Also make sure to follow them on social media, both Facebook and Instagram. And let me tell you, it feels great, good, fantastic, whatever you electric want to use. Electric almost, exactly. To be back tonight inside Sports Center after taking a few weeks to a month off just to record inside the Gem Studios. Now, I must say the Gem Studios is pretty nice to have our own studio, but it's always busy in here, and I love being part of the atmosphere, and a lot of people came up that are uh, mostly individuals that are here commonly, and they said that they're happy to see me here tonight, and they're happy that we came back live here before we go on our Christmas holidays, and we're going to be rotating inside Sports Center Bar and Grill and the Gem Studios in particular, uh, so it is great to be back inside this, as always, electric atmosphere, as I mentioned right off the hop and of course as you can hear in the background it is always busy in here but we are still following COVID-19 protocols but as you can hear the sound in the background it's people people in a room in a great bar so make sure you come on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill in Sault Ste. Marie I have already mentioned who I am now now let's get to my co-host joining me here tonight he's already mentioned a few words in the background and it's only him and I tonight the one and only man from Escanaba, Michigan, joining me on Skype from Escanaba, of course, since we can't go over the borders. He is the host of The Hot Seat, which you can check out on our website, thegamesportshow.com, and multiple podcast platforms, in particular with Podbean, the one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's it Yo! Going? What's up, man? That, it's that, was a hell of, that was a hell of an intro, man. That was strong. That That sounded good. That was like... Bruce Buffer dumping your girlfriend good. Oh, you know what? I like that. I, <laughs> if you hadn't seen that. <laughs> you know what? I, that is hilarious. Dude, think. that was awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I wish I would have thought of that. Honestly, if I ever did get dumped, I had to hear from somebody. There's only two people. It's Bruce Buffer and even Morgan Freeman. I'd be fine to hear that. With and you wouldn't even be mad. No. You'd be like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get those individuals to get you, you know, to dump or be dumped, whatever way, whatever right. role that you're on in that path, you know, you're you're a legend. Well, hopefully you're the one dumping, because then it's funny. It's if you're the one getting dumped, then it's just like in honor. <laughs> you know who I don't want dumping dumping me or getting someone to dump on for who? me? Jake fucking Paul. No, yeah, that little prick. My God, you know what? I I know the odds of Jake Paul turning. Do you see stuff. what he did to the? Do you see what he did that guy from Connor's camp? I actually did throwing not the water that. balloons in the TP and talking a bunch of trash and following his girlfriend on Instagram or whatever. Just a bunch of just trash. Oh, I hope I hope that this fight doesn't happen just to spite Jake Paul. He's doing that video where he said he's going to give a fifty million dollar check. He's calling him an Irish prick, calling him names. Like, listen, man, uh, you're a douchekinny. Okay, that's what I'm calling you. I don't I don't care if you listen to this and call me out. Cool, I'll take the extra popularity, man. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> you're you're if he you is want a dude. Attention, you're getting it. you're getting it you're getting the attention i get that you got he's to- not even the best paul brother logan nope. paul is better than jake paul i mean logan paul at least is like cool yeah like cooler i don't know well, I, I don't know about cool but yeah cooler <laughs> now one thing ej i want to mention it before we kick it off within the pocket ej i want to well we, you- we let's let's be clear we'd knock both of them out yeah, we, I you know why you. How about a tag? put that fight on the game sports show versus uh, what do they call their show? Uh, it's impossible that it's good, uh, whatever it's called. 
honestly, you know what? They I would they would need medical make sure they have medical attention on the side because with both EJ and I get a little feisty. Oh, putting on the foil. Oh yeah, again, absolutely crazy in here. Now, even like I said before, we kick it off, EJ. I want to remind the listeners with our agenda tonight. Okay, it's football, pure football. It's right in the topic, as I mentioned. It's in the pocket. Look, when we do a Sports Center Bar and Grill show in Sioux, Ontario, when we do a Northern Superior Brewing Company upload or just a show overall, you'll have the addition that is in it. And obviously in the pocket can mean, well, maybe your hands are in your pocket trying to pull some money. But now nah, in the pocket, everyone knows who are loyal followers of the game. We've got a great amount of them, which we appreciate. And all the new listeners in the pocket is about football. And we talk national football. Uh, we talk college football, local football, obviously on the local side of sports. It's, you know, not really happening, obviously. So it's a lot of national talk at this current time. But that is what we're going to be talking about here. And this will be a commercial-free edition tonight. All the ads will be featured at the conclusion of the program. So our sponsors, if that's an issue with you, please let me know. But I already know it's not an issue with uh, with you guys or else I wouldn't be doing it. So you can check out all of our great sponsors and great commercials that we have and all the extra voices that we have on the show at the and end please. of the program. Please, 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 and please, 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 no matter where you're at, United States, Canada, support local business. Everybody needs their help right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why Sports Center Bar and Grill, local edition inside Sioux City, Ontario, Sioux's best sports bar five years in a row. And EJ, we're getting a lot of promotion in. And that's one thing I want to jump into inside with really promoting Sports Center, having an easy conversation right off the hop, because like I said, it is invaded with football. But I want to remind individuals that. On the show, the agenda will be football, as mentioned. EJ and I will do a few topic e- topics each, sorry. And then EJ and I will be doing our pick for the week. Usually we have Jamie and or uh, Justin here, but they are off tonight. So it is just EJ and myself. And after the pick will bring us right to the conclusion. So make sure you check out all of the uploads that are going to be happening with the Gain Sports Show for the remainder of this week and also the previous upload that you can check on thegainsportshow.com. And as I mentioned, we're doing more uploads this week, so make sure you keep an eye on those. And in particular, I want to make sure you check out our recent upload from ESPN 1400 and our special edition from last week with Jeremy Yablonski. We got everything off there. We had a free-flowing conversation, EJ. Now I'm kicking the ball off and getting our topic started within the pocket. Let's get her going, and I'm going to you first, our first topic you want to bring to the table, my friend. I want to make sure that at least each conference gets a little bit of love. And we got quite the battle sitting atop the NFC. Do Green we Bay have? Packers and the New Orleans Saints are both sitting at 10 and 3. Who to you is the number one seed and which team is a more complete team coming into this year? Or oh. into the playoffs, excuse me. Holy shit. That is a. Yeah, dude. Stop, Eat that one up. I think you just had a, a, a kickoff return there. For, I think you ran through my defense there. You know, you, you can almost call me the New York Jets defense there. But uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> I don't want to not give love to a team that doesn't has, a, has the Lions in the division. But I, I kind of want to go uh, the route slightly here with the Saints. And I know a lot of people may not like this comment that I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. I, I strongly feel the Packers have the stronger quarterback when healthy. And I think that's fair to say. I know when you compare Drew Brees to Aaron Rodgers. I'll give you that. Uh, like, like, right now, Rodgers is better than Brees. 100%. And in a playoff game, you know, maybe people would lean towards that poise, right? Maybe Brees possesses more of that poise uh, than in comparison to Rodgers. But you, you can debate that to a point. At the end of the day, I'm still picking uh, the, the quarterback position. I'm giving the advantage to the Green Bay Packers, right? But on the offensive end of the football when healthy, I'm giving all reins to the Saints. Okay, like I feel when you have Kamara, who's hot, you have Hill, you have when Michael Thomas is 100% healthy, you've got a lethal offense there that I think is, is superior to the, to the Packers is. Defensively, I really can't pick EJ. I know statistics may say differently, but if I had to say, I guess the Packers defense would be more of a way I would go. So after giving those differences, it almost seems like it'd be almost hard to pick. But my favorite team to pick out of there, in terms of going forward, just because I really feel that the Falcons and Panthers, you know, in that division aren't as strong as other teams in that division. I don't think the Falcons are better than the Bears. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't think the Pack, or sorry, the Panthers are better than the Lions. I do think the Buccaneers are better than the Vikings. And as people can tell, I'm going down the division and comparing the each team in a row. But when it comes to the Saints and Packers, they're in similar type areas. So, but I would have to give the leverage to the Packers because a little bit of extra difficulty in that division. But I, I hope that answers the question the way you wanted to hear it. I threw it both ways because it's a really hard decision to make. But I have to give the leg up to the to the Packers. How about you? I'm going to disagree with you here. I think that the Saints have a much much better overall team on the defensive side of the football. Uh, Dave, I very much agree that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback here. 
Um, but Alvin Kamara is an incredible talent. Taysom Hill has done a nice job of filling in. And I think that out of both teams, Taysom Hill is probably the best backup quarterback out of the two teams. But the way that Aaron Rodgers has been playing football this year uh, in what hasn't been a very tough division, but it hasn't been easy in the NFC North. Um, they are a great football team. I think they might come out as the number one seed, but I think if these two teams are playing in Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay gets the edge, but I think that the Saints are still the better team. I think if somehow the Saints find a way to squeak out the one seed here, that's huge for them because playing that game in New Orleans, whether or not there's fans, playing it in the dome, playing it at home, playing it uh, you know, when you're sleeping in your own bed, that's a huge advantage. And there's something to be said about coming up to what I like to call the wild north up here, right? Green Bay, the Upper Peninsula, you know, Minnesota, this this northern section where you come here in December, January, uh, you're probably not liking the weather when you're getting off the plane. Uh, <laughs> it's cold. It's nasty. Uh, Dave, you know what it's like where you live. Uh, the wind's always blowing in the Twin Sioux. Yeah, uh, there's always snow. But I like the Packers' offense more than I like the Saints' offense because I don't think that Michael Thomas, because he's been dealing with injuries this year, has been as productive. Drew Brees, look at the last two years, okay? He struggled to stay on the field as well. Teddy Bridgewater had to come in last year for four games. Taysom Hill's in right now. So uh, if the Saints are going to make their final push, this is it. Double down on that defense. I think that this is the Saints here that they're going to try to finish the NFC. If they do and they get to the Super Bowl, I think this this is Drew's last year, if not next year. Um, I like the Packers' offense more, but I think that, the Saints have more to play for, and I like their defense a little bit better. So I'll I'll take the Saints to come out as the one seed. Yeah, that's a that's a good good call. It's a very hard choice to go and really decide, right? It, I I was really torn. I just the the way that the divisions are in the Saints. I know we have a couple Saints fans on our show, like on our on our on our analyst crew. You look at casual analyst Dustin Gronin, which is a name that hasn't been heard through our airwaves in over a year and a half so he's really casual but Jamie Antonello and I know if he was here I think he would throw the chicken wings in my face right now for saying uh, that I would say the Packers are you know slightly but it, it would be but he's not I, here so we get to talk a little trash no and then we'll just get the message inside the group later when he tunes in I like that you know and I I can imagine Justin might be waiting for the Colts but I know fans are eager to hear us talk about our two teams but we might get to that well so. and you guys tra- and you guys trashed me when I wasn't on the air that one time so he gets it <laughs> Oh, Justin was all over you that one week. Oh, yeah. I, and yeah, That was fun. Yeah, it was good. We have some fun. We're scared to chirp each other to the face a little bit. We're all too kind. Okay, but I want to – what I'll go – I'll go to the simple topic here because, EJ, I really like your thorough inside topics. I'm going to keep it a little lighter. Do the Jets lose every game this year? Is that a simple answer? Oh, boy. Like, do they go – do they – You know, every, everything – everything – in my bones, wants to say they find a way to win a game, but they got the Rams, the Browns, and the Patriots. So I, I think that they do join um, the swell, the cellar dwellers uh, amongst <laughs> my Lions and Browns, and I think they do find a way to join us at 0 and 16. I just, I, 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 it's, it's really, really like if they win a game here, the game that they gotta win, and the game that I think that they do win if they win any of these, has gotta be in New England because that's just like. It would be the perfect ending to uh, – Dave, are we cursing today? Oh, man, I've already cursed. Uh, okay. It would, be, it would be the perfect ending to a shit season to just beat New England in Gillette Stadium uh, in Foxborough. Boy, would that okay. just be the, the icing on the cake? Because if they if, – I do, do I think they go 0-16? Yes. If they win a game, it's the Patriots game. Do I hope they win it? Yes. Will I be cheering for them to win that game? Yes. Not because I don't want them to join the 0-16 club. It's just really hard to do so, and I think that the Jets are not that bad uh, that they don't find a way to win one game. I think if they find it's the it's the Patriots, but odds are 0 and 16. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, Jake, I I got to echo a lot with you. Say if there's a game that they're gonna win, it'll be against the Patriots. You know, I was gonna. Yeah, it's gotta a, be in Foxborough. I was gonna say as a chirp that they might that game they'd have to win to be against the Browns on the 27th, but you know me not me keeping it serious. Knock it off. Realistic out here is that the Jets are a bad football team, and I don't mean to pick on the Jets because we seem to do it a lot throughout the show, but you know it's also a little storyline. You know you go if you don't win a game you fall in the record books. It's not in a in a good way, and 
I'm chirping a team that deserves to be chirped because they aren't a talented football team at all. And I don't. Th- I know the game that they are like if they had to win would it be against New England. More the realistic. I don't think they have a chance get the Ra- against the Rams or Browns. So the Patriots would be, but it's not going to happen. This is a team that is going to finish 0-16 on the year. Okay, they're 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 not going to turn around the ship for a while. I think the Jets. And they've been a team that's been a disaster for how long now? EJ, you probably know the exact number more than I do, but I know it's been quite some time that this team's been kind of a, a, of a disaster. Okay. Oh, the Browns? Uh, the Jets? The, or the, oh, the Jets? Oh, <laughs> the Browns. Dude, <laughs> I mean both. The Jets have been an absolute shit, right? Uh, well, no, they haven't been that bad. Like People forget that Mark Sanchez, what was it, in 2009, I think he took him to – Two out of three AFC championships, uh, two out of three years, he took him to the AFC championship game, and him and Rex Ryan just fell short. But that defense was good. Those are a couple of years that Mark Sanchez was pretty good. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty much since the butt fumble, they've been a dumpster fire. <laughs> the butt fumble, I forgot all about that. Yeah, how? Yeah, the butt fumble, I don't know how I'd forget about that. EJ, I'm sure you got another topic you want to throw out there. Okay, so the next topic I'll bring up is let's look at the standings in the playoff picture right now. And you got Kansas City and Pittsburgh near the top, Buffalo up there, Cleveland uh, fighting in that wild card spot. The the matchup that I'm super interested in looking at is the Titans and the Colts. Colts don't have the easiest way out. They do have to play Pittsburgh mm-hmm. um, coming up here, but they also have a matchup against Houston, who's four and nine, and then they got Jacksonville, who's one and twelve in the last week. Do the Colts find a way to squeak out the division here? You know what? Honestly, the, and I had this argument with one, uh, with one of our analysts, uh, Dane, Dane Hantrow, and I'm going to get to this probably a bit after if we have the time, and I'm going to tell you, EJ, the argument that I had about uh, Pittsburgh, and it kind of references this. The Titans, when they started the year, they were obviously hot. Okay, They were 5-0 and until they played Pittsburgh, and the teams that they played before that were the Texans. Okay, and the Texans, you can look and say, yes, they were a 1-5 football team at that time. But the games they lost to were against the Chiefs, the Ravens, when they had a healthy Lamar Jackson, Steelers, then the Vikings. Okay, they didn't get their first win until they played the Jags. And then you played the Titans that were, at that point, 4-0, going to be 5-0. and So you played pretty darn good football teams. I know right now, the, when, they played, when they played the Vikings, they were 0-3 at the time. It was kind of the battle of a team that hasn't won yet. So, But maybe that's one game you can star and say it's a little suspect. But the Texans uh, were, were kind of a team that I had my eye on originally in that division. To really kind of, even though they traded DeAndre Hopkins, I thought that was going to be a team. But to go to your question with the Titans and Colts, honestly, the Titans started the year hot. Okay, And after that loss to Pittsburgh... Okay, you end up losing the next week to Cincinnati. And then you squeak by the Bears, lose to the Colts the next week. You squeak by the Ravens. You destroy the Colts. The Browns squeak by a, in, a, in a shootout. You Then you, you absolutely Browns slaughtered. dominated in that game. They did dominate. It should have been 41-35. I think the Browns are up 38-7 but going into half, right? So they, they kind right of let the game. Yeah, right off the gallery, they were absolute fire. So... I want to say the Titans have been real inconsistent since that loss to Pittsburgh. And no, it's not because of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, it's not uh, it's not because of Pittsburgh. It's not I'm not saying that they're the team that's going to jump in and curse. I'm not saying any of that. But after that week, they've been inconsistent. And playing against the Colts, they've had two games against them in particular that went both ways. Right, the Colts beat them, and then they beat the Colts in decisive fashion. Okay, but it was when they were respectively at home. Okay, so it seems like that these are teams that are fairly equal. But if I had to put a a quarterback up, EJ, I'm honestly, I'm sorry. I know Colts fans aren't going to like this, but I'm choosing Tannehill over Phillip Rivers. Okay, I'm sorry. I I seriously am. I think the way Tannehill's went into Tennessee, it's just been a perfect fit. I like the running game a lot more in Tennessee. Okay, it's a stronger running game. I'm sorry. The defensive end of the football, I would have to give the edge to the Colts. But honestly, this is a division that, that the Colts can capitalize on. And I really think that the Colts, because they have the Texans, Steelers, and Jags, and then the Titans have the Lions, Packers, Texans. Okay, the Lions, that should be a win for Tennessee. But when you play the Packers and Texans, it can go either way because Texans is that underlying team. So the way things are going, I think the Titans are going to be the team to go away. But I think it should be the Colts, EJ. For real, I think it should be the Colts. How about yourself? Um... I think the Colts are a little bit better defensively. 
Okay. And Darius Leonard's a stud. DeForest Buckner is a killer on the defensive line. Um, I like what Jonathan Taylor has been doing in the second half of the season. Um, I think Phillip Rivers finds a way to make him himself relevant at the end of his career by stealing a division title here. And I think that the Titans just kind of get cheeky. And Dave, you pointed out uh, the loss to the Steelers as kind of the turning point. And I say you missed it by about two games. Uh, two games earlier, I think they peaked playing against Buffalo. Uh, and that when, when they scored 42 points, and the next week they went out and scored another 42. I had the stat pulled up here. Let me get this. Yeah, but, I did uh, that game. Good catch. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They beat Buffalo pretty good. <laughs> they beat Buffalo, what was it, 42 to 14? Give me two seconds. I'm, get, I'm getting this pulled up here. 42-16. And then they went out and played an overtime game the next week. Um against let me get Texans. this the, against the Texans and they end up scoring another 42 points but that peak was that Buffalo game and I think as far as their season goes that was that Super Bowl because when they played Pittsburgh Pittsburgh was undefeated like I think Pittsburgh was still the better team there and I didn't think Tennessee expected to win that game and it was close but then that loss to Cincinnati then that law you know like it's that's a almost like two losses right not only did you lose the game but you lost it to the <laughs> Bengals Bengals yeah Bengals. then the Colts then the Colts your rivals tag you uh and it just it gets kind of sloppy near the back end of the season here um I think they find a way to finish out I do think that they lose to Green Bay I think they win the two out of the next three games I think they take down Detroit in Nashville I think they lose to Green Bay uh, at Lambeau and then at uh, Reliance Stadium in Houston, I think that they uh, find a way to win that football game. Derrick Henry will probably rush for 212 again or some stupid <laughs> stuff. The but guy's fucking freak, He's the old, like I believe that Nick Chubb's the best running back since Jim Brown that the Cleveland Browns have ever had, and the only person that I hate watching because I like him more is Derrick Henry. The dude's just a monster. Like, this is what everyone expected him to be when he came out of Alabama. He, he's the main reason that the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill are good. Dave, I know you like Ryan Tannehill in the matchup here, but I think that Derrick Henry feeds that a lot better than Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but I think the Colts do have the better defense. DeForest Buckner is an absolute stud in the defensive line. I find I think they find a way to get in the backfield and disrupt, uh, hold Derrick Henry. Uh, Colts win the game, uh, win the division here. You know, it's definitely going to be a down to the wire with a lot of teams. But that's what... I like about it. It seems the storylines are going to fit, and overall, the standings, I think the AFC East, it's safe to say Buffalo is going to continue ascending in that division. You're obviously, the uh, the Bills, sorry, the Bills that keep ascending in the AFC East. The Chiefs are going to be ascending in the AFC West still. They're not losing that division. The AFC North is just absolute excitement now. The Browns are making it exciting. The Steelers are also making it exciting, too, I guess, if you want to throw that out there. Uh, the Titans and Colts, we just alluded to. And going to the NFC East, you got the shithole division, but they've been kind of the division that's been stealing wins, right? Washington, the Giants. That's the division I don't even know if I'd want to gamble on. But then you got the Rams and the Seahawks. I, I still had the Cardinals being a watch-out team, I think, because of last week. Uh, even though the Cardinals did win, just the other teams, you know, not putting themselves behind to kind of hurt their chances. Then we've already talked about the NFC North and the South. So we touched all of the divisions, essentially. But the one go, go back for a second. Yeah. The New York Giants could win the division. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and they play the Browns this week. Not um, then the Ravens. If not going if the Ravens have a healthy Lamar Jackson, I don't. I think the Giants got a tough, uh, tough way to go. You look at Washington. I think the, the I think the Washington football team takes the division, but the Giants could still win it. That's scary to think of at this point in the year with the team that they have without Saquon. Oh, without yeah, you know what? Good point. And see, this would have been a perfect year for Saquon to potentially get some playoff experience because he might have gotten it if he would have stayed healthy. Because that's a big player you're missing out. That's almost like taking out a Derrick Henry with the Titans. That's almost like Chubb has been out with Cleveland, right? He's been hurt because of the season. They still battle back. Good teams find ways to win, but the Giants aren't a good football team, right? The the Cleveland Browns are a good football team. That's why you find ways to win. But what I want to jump into as the last topic before we go into our pick EJ, uh, this game, uh, this show, sorry, obviously brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sue, St. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar five years in a row. Best wings in the city for the last two years. Dave McKagger with EJ Russell and Escanaba, Michigan, host of the hot seat. And as uh, it's been throughout the entire show, it's been fire. So last topic we'll get to before we get into our pick is, you know what, I want to go and talk about 
the Seahawks and Rams. These are two teams that I wanted to jump into. I know I've kind of been browsing back and forth with NFL.com, and I know the Lions, uh, you know, have some job openings that they're looking to consider. But you know what? I know Scott and Butch really jump into that. Obviously, Scott Nason and Butch Davis, one of our members of the Game Sports Show, particularly through our ESPN 1400 show, and Butch Davis, they're a Simply Butch show on our website. You can check out on our website, website through our episodes tab as well. But the reason why I want to jump into the Rams and the Seahawks is because the Seahawks have been shown that they are human a bit, right? You, I, I, and there's a game where they lost to Buffalo earlier back in week eight or nine. It's, I think it was and the Giants. Of, yeah, and they, those are, there's games, like Buffalo, no, that was just a good football uh, game overall. But those games, that those must wins, right? You, you know, they didn't win that game against the Rams, you know, like, it was about, I think about three or four weeks back, back in week week ten, I believe, is what it was. And they lost twenty three to sixteen. But those yep. losses to the Giants, then of course you absolutely embarrassed the Seahawks last week. But who hasn't embarrassed the Seahawks? But look at earlier in the season as well, tight games against the Cowboys, tight games against the Falcons, a tight game against the Patriots back in the that second game week. against the Cowboys though. Dak was playing. Yeah, he was, but. And that's a team that fell to one and two at the time. The Cowboys, Seattle, improved to three and zero. Oh. So what I'm starting to realize, though, is one thing: DK Metcalf is probably my favorite receiver in football. And I know I'm a Steeler fan. I love Juju and Mapletron's number one. But if you're not a fan of DK Metcalf, then I don't. The guy, the guy, literally should probably play. No, nah, probably too soon to say it. The guy is a superhero. Okay, I'm not. He's say a Greek god. Yeah, it literally, literally is. And but the Seahawks overall. Are they really that superior team in that division? I, I, here I am earlier in the year saying, oh, Russ is going to win the MVP. Look at his numbers. Guy's fire. You got Metcalf running uh, routes out there that is an absolute fucking fire of a receiver. You have overall that team with Russ has been stellar. The defense has done quite well. But the Rams now, 9-4 and four in that division. Uh, are the Seahawks really the best team in that division, EJ? I think that they have the best offense in the division. The problem with the Seattle Seahawks this year has been their defense. They've been looking to add pieces since their trade deadline. Didn't they add Carlos Dunlap from Cincinnati Bengals? Okay. They're just yeah. not finding ways to get into the backfield and disrupt. And that's putting a lot of added pressure on Russell Wilson. Yes, he's still got his team in position to win the division. I do like the Seahawks over the Rams just purely based off of the fact that Russell Wilson's a winner. He's never had a losing season in his career. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever missed the playoffs either. So yeah. if I'm going to bet on anybody, I'm going to bet on Russ here. I do like Sean McVay. He's one of the most brilliant minds in football. The dude has a photographic memory. Go look it up on YouTube. He he had this interview where the guy asked him, he's like, oh, you're playing the Washington football team. And I'm putting that in quotes because it wasn't a football team at the time. <laughs> he's like, uh, it's fourth down this, this much time on the clock. What's the play? And Sean McVay can recite it perfectly. The dude's brilliant. Okay? Yeah. I like the way he's coaching that football team. I love Aaron Donald. But I think that the Rams end up in the wild card here. I do think the Seahawks, now uh, with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, who's been great since they've come together, uh, I do think they find a way to win the division. See, and the big thing is why I said the Seahawks, because earlier in the year, media, press, and maybe even including myself and some members here on the In the Pocket panel were saying how superior were the Seahawks were in that division. Maybe the Cardinals were a two-team, but now you know the Cardinals have shown – their weakness is now third and quite unlikely that they're going to, you know, climb, of course, right? Unless there's a miracle where the Rams and Seahawks lose out and the Cardinals win out. And I don't even know if they would possess the, the tiebreaker. I'd have to really look into that because then they would be after. Well, there's three games left, of course, right? So they would surpass. But even if they went two and one and the, the Rams and Seahawks, like it's, it's unlikely that the Cardinals are going to catch the Rams and Seahawks is what I'm saying. And the reason why I mentioned that the Seahawks are going to be the, if they're the superior team, obviously they're not because right now they're tied and the Rams have the tiebreaker from what I can see in the standings uh, through the NFL.com is that like just how that team is built. And I, I'm answering my question. They are the superior team despite the, the division. You had a perfect point with the Rams. Yeah. And just who they are. There's a team that's, you know, a couple years removed from the Super Bowl, kind of obviously a little bit of a different makeup overall since then. But the Seahawks are still a superior team because of what they possess and just Russ overall. There, there's a guy that has just been still sickening this year. 
and and obviously I'm a huge fan of Metcalf. If anyone wants to race Metcalf and if they think they can beat him, I'd like to see it. The guy is 200 and what pounds? Is he 220 pounds? He's over 220. I Dude, think. who cares? Does anyone own a Ferrari? Can we have yeah. him race a Ferrari? Yeah, the guy is absolute sickening, and I think the Seahawks are the superior team. And like you said, EJ, the Rams are probably going to get the wild card in that division. And as I mentioned, there's a lot of other news in the National Football League. But EJ and I are going to get into our pick for the current week, of course. And EJ, before I even do that, I should ask you as the guest on the show, are you okay with proceeding or do you have another topic that's really burning your ass that you want to bring up? Let it ride, man. Let's pick them. Let's pick them. I like when we pick them. Now, the pick division stats that we have with our pick there's been a lot of weeks, a lot of questions about where are our results overall. As I mentioned, this will be stated uh, overall at the end of the season. There's been a lot of movement this year, just doable show schedules and who came on for the pick All the picks have been put in. And EJ has just recently joined, of course, throughout the pick weeks. So obviously his total will be calculated to some degree for the last couple weeks. But we'll have to make sure we get EJ on for next year for the entirety of the pick I'd like to see where EJ falls. I kind of have uh, my money bet on EJ for being uh, probably a favorite to win. But we got week 15, EJ, and it's already week 15. I can't believe it. Lots that's already going on. The first game of the week that I want you to go to and ask me about, that I ask you about respectively, Chargers Raiders. Who's mm. That's a tough one, and here's the thing. That game's still out west. Okay, you got um, the Raiders in their new stadium hosting the Chargers, who played well in the last uh, – I think they played very well this week. Uh, Dave, let me ask you this. Which quarterback do you like here more, Derek Carr or Justin Herbert? <laughs> you know, everyone loves Justin Herbert, but I got to – you know, Derek Carr <clears> – <throat> is supposed to be the better quarterback if you will i don't and the reason why i say that just because of pedigree in the league and for length of being in the league etc so i still give the edge uh to the to the raiders in this but i think that's an advantage to herbert right and i think if a quarterback goes into a game where they're against a quarterback that they are more so should i say under somebody right and in terms of maybe prestige like I'm, I'm talking video game lingo here but honestly i think herbert has a lot to prove here and i think his momentum you know could really thrive him and carry this Chargers team that has had a lot of question marks this year but to answer your question ej i think Carr's a better quarterback take the vet at home raiders definitely and you know what just and with you saying that and with me giving my answer I think it's pretty easy that it's going to be a sweep for the Raiders here on the Game Sports Show. Pick them this week. Now, they, the Raiders Stadium, by the way, holy fuck. I'm swearing. That that's place is crazy. No, oh, I can't. Like, I, I literally I the can't. The Death Star. I, literally. I, I, it, their mascot should just be Darth Vader. You know, hasn't it been? I thought that I thought his name was Al Davis. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> I am your father. Uh, Bill's Broncos. I think this is going to be another sweep if you ask me. But yeah, I'll answer first. I'm saying the Bills better football team. They're riding high. Big win last week against yours. Truly's favorite squad. The Steelers. Uh, Allen's a freak. Hey, eh? like I, I like Josh Allen. I'm a fan of Josh Allen. I, I I mean, it'd be interesting to see what he does in the playoffs because let me tell you, he's going to get there. So this is a better football team by far. EJ. Uh, Bills. Easy. <laughs> what are the odds? The better ball? line, better, better linebacking core than people realize. What's that? Uh, can't remember that middle linebacker's name is like Edmonds or something. He's got two other brothers in the league, but he's that middle linebacker in Buffalo is a stud. Yeah, it's it's mile high club. No, there's no mile high club happening, if you will, that game. I don't know why I use mile high club as an example. It's weird. Uh, Panthers and Packers. Packers. Yeah, very simple selection. I am also saying the Packers. This might be a very kind of week where we have a lot of agreement where the last couple weeks we haven't. Texans and Colts. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a difference of a pick here. I'm going to go first. I am picking the Colts. Uh, despite the Texans record, I think they're kind of better than people have them. I really don't have a reason. I'm just flat out saying that because I don't know if I have a little soft spot for the Texans or not. I, I don't think I do. I just, I think that they're better than what they, than what they show when you get rid of Hopkins, that doesn't help. 
anything. So I think they've set them back. But the Colts are winning this football game just because uh, meaning of this year and just rivers and just it's a good storyline and Indy and just a better team. EJ. Houston's going to make this a game. okay? (laughs) and I think Duke Johnson's going to play a huge factor. I think Deshaun Watson's going to find a way to get Duke Johnson involved in the passing game. Uh, I I think Deshaun has a big day, but I do think the, the Colts find a way to win this at home. Yeah, I think so too. A big game for the Colts too. You know, you lose this game, <laughs> oh, you're you're hurting yourself. You're well, I picked them to win the division. I can't pick them to lose. No, no, I guess so. You could have said it went another direction. It would have just absolutely changed everything. It would have been absolutely hilarious. Uh, people would have would rewinded that part, played it back to us, saying, "Why do you say this? It's to keep you interested." There's no you... double talk here, okay? I, no. I stand by my picks. Yeah, you do. You don't forget what you say either around here, unless we get into a couple extra wobbly pops, if you will, where we used to back in I the I don't game. know what you're talking about. Me either. Me either. Uh, Lions-Titans. <laughs> this is actually going to be, a, I think, a really good football game. It's a good good way to get the Sunday afternoon going. And this Saturday games this this weekend, too, I should mention, the, the Bills, Broncos, Panthers, and Packers are all Saturday games, just, just so everybody knows. This is now the Sunday games that we're jumping into. But the Lions and Titans, interesting game going on here. I, I know who the better team is, but I still think it's going to be a, a good game. EJ. This is the kind of game that the Lions accidentally win. I'm taking Detroit here. I, I think they find a way to win this one on the road. Uh, Matthew Stafford, a little banged up, comes in, Mr. Tough Guy, and they find a way to win this football game. Uh, puts Tennessee in the backseat, puts the Colts up front. Detroit. I like that. You know what? I think this is a game that the Lions could definitely take, but sake for being different. And also, just because, of, again, the more to lose for the Titans here, I am going to say uh, and go with the Titans here. I think Derrick Henry is gonna run hot shot all day like it has been last year what do you or last year sorry the, all year apologize he ran 200 yards i believe it was last week was it the other week like yeah. every i thought he ran 200 yards yesterday like it feels yes. like he does it every day every day guys absolute freak bears and the vikings the bears going in this week six and seven so are the vikings some team is getting to 500 and one team is going two games under 500 basic math unless they tie but ej who's getting this one I think the Bears win this game. If Mitchell Trubisky plays as well as he did last week, and I thought he had an incredible first half, really came out uh, in a game where people were looking at, hey, you guys passed up on Deshaun Watch and you took Mitchell Trubisky. He found a way to win the football game. Uh, I think that the Bears ride a little bit of that momentum. Minnesota is not quite sure what they're doing right now. Um, I'll take the Bears, stealing a road win. Good pick. I had that already typed out, I feel like. Trubinsky is going to walk away victor in this one and get the Browns to 500. He has a lot to prove going into near the end of the year to keep showing. Get the, who, to, get the who to 500? Excuse me? Or get the Bears to 500. Yeah, thank you. Browns yeah, have Bears. a winning record. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> and get the Vikings two games under. Again, going to my basic math skills there. Hashtag education. Uh, Seahawks and Washington Football Club, another game I am very interested in watching. Like This is going to be very nice week of football, okay? It's going to be exciting, okay? And I'm going to go here on a limb, and I'm going again with an obvious pick. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. I was really uh, going to pick the Washington Football Club, but Russell Wilson's going to be in – well, he's basically been playing playoff mode all season, if you will, but, cause I, but he's had some off weeks. He knows the importance this week going into it. The Rams are have the tiebreaker in the division. These are games that you have to win to make sure that you can clinch yourself either division or get into the playoffs, and I don't think Seahawks have too much to worry with the wild card, but never know, got to win these games. Still three games left. Seahawks are also, again, going with my favorite cliche term, the better football team, so I'm going Seahawks. What do you think of – this game ej give me the football team i think chase young has another good week came out last week had a touchdown what was it a fumble recovery uh, absolutely had a great game disrupting the offense all day but i think alex smith has a big day throws for over 300 yards in a game that washington needs a win to be competitive in that division seattle has been sliding lately um i do think that seattle's a better team but i think washington squeaks out a home win here uh ron rivera go get him buddy Oh, I like, I like the sport. Alex Smith such a great success story. We love that here on the Game Sports Show and their success NFL story. Comeback Player of the Year, hands down. Hands down. Patriots, Dolphins. EJ. Fins up. Fins up all day. All around fins up. Sweep of the Patriots. You know what? The Patriots is... 
been a kind of a rough year for the first time in the last 20 years or so, Patriots fans. You know, and it seems I, like I, do, I love it. Uh, me too. I'm over it. I'm I'm over these. You know, when the Detroit Red Wings made the playoffs for over 20 years in a row, and when they have stopped doing that, I have literally been pretty happy. Sorry, Detroit. I know we have a lot of Detroit listeners, and they're probably gonna give me shit for saying that, but it's not because I hate the Red Wings. I like the Red Wings. It's just because well, Miracles have our subscribers. Yeah, and they're just very good, and that's why I disliked them. But it was nice to see them not be the <laughs> And give the time to somebody else. But then, of course, you had other dynasties come up like Chicago, L.A., if you want to consider them in there. Boston had a, you know, a cup in there. They weren't a dynasty, but they had the usual common strong teams. So I guess one team went down and other teams went up. It's just full circle. But Red Wings took a little bit of a break. So it's good to see someone like the Patriots take a little bit of a break and get these teams back, you know, and get these other teams a chance, a.k.a. the Browns. My Steelers have been a pretty powerful team for, for a long time. So... One day I will have to face the rebuild times, and I'm not looking forward to that. Jags and the Ravens. EJ. Ravens. <laughs> Is there a chance at all that the Jags win this football game? Because I'm not picking... in Bal- not in Baltimore. <laughs> do you have do you, are Jags getting under or over 14 points in this game? Um, I have them barely getting on the stretcher. <laughs> Not happening, and especially no. Think, uh, Baltimore needs to make some noise after beating the Browns this week. They're gonna come out booming. And I wonder if Lamar Jackson has cramps. He's gotta take a shit. <laughs> That's Man. what I heard. Oh, uh, you know, Roberto Longo, obviously NHL goaltender, formerly with the with the Islanders, Panthers, Canucks. Uh, <laughs> listen, that he can nuts. relate. That he can relate is exactly what he said. On a, uh, on, <laughs> well, it was, wasn't that a playoff game where he did that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, a little bit of a cramp. You know, it's, <laughs> it happens in sports. Hey, listen, people, okay, sometimes you got to take, oh, you know, his booboo hole's cramping. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, okay? it's it, Athletes, even a mid-game, that happens, if that is obviously the case. But Buccaneers-Falcons are the next game, EJ. We got just so we got seven more games to jump into them. We are going to wrap up tonight's show. Buccaneers Falcons. Uh, I like Matt Ryan here. I think that this is a, a very winnable game for the Atlanta Falcons at home in the at home in the Georgia Dome. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think, finds a way to finish like nine and seven. Huh? Uh, but I, I'm gonna take Atlanta here just because I like love Julio it. Jones to have a big game. I or, love it. Not not Julio Jones. Um, Matt Ryan. Excuse me. So I wanted to pick the Falcons. I did, but I'm gonna. Try to hopefully keep on, you know, getting bold with my kind of feeling and intuition picks on this. And my gut feeling just won't turn away from the Buccaneers. I don't know why. I just feel like the Buccaneers still have something to try to prove. Okay, they they lose this game. You may as well, you know, <laughs> there's be a lot of question marks in Tampa Bay. They should have had a stronger year to the belief of many, but they are not being as superior as people thought that they were going to be. Falcons are 4-9. Buccaneers 8-5. Again, cliche term here i think the buccaneers are a better team but i like your points ej but slightly advantaging the buccaneers on my end here next one we're going to get into is the 49ers and cowboys i'll go first on this one is i'm actually going to pick the cowboys here give a little love to dallas because they 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 need it ej niners niners very simple picks love that eagles cardinals battles of the birds Another uh, Eagles team that's not had a good season. Cardinals that, in my eyes, haven't lived up the expectation as I thought that they were going to. I thought they'd be a bit higher in the division at this point, but they currently aren't. I'm picking the Cardinals here. EJ. I like the Cardinals. I like Kyler Murray. I like what they got going on there. Um, I, I think he has a good week. So uh, I, I like Kyler Murray. And even though Madden disrespected his rating, that's uh, he'll definitely probably get a higher rate next year. Jets and Rams. <laughs> Do we dare? Do we dare? I, I'm kidding. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Screw it. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go. Road you win. Do you want me to join you on that? Let's. I'll join you on that. For absolute, just for fun here, Rams are a better football team, but screw it, EJ. I'm going to join you on this as well. I'm going to say the Jets are ending the winning streak. You know, I'd like to see it again. They, they got to win a game. No, maybe they'll win two of the next three. All right, let's not be One crazy. One of the wins maybe against the Browns or the Patriots. We'll Knock see. it off. 
<laughs> we'll see what happens next week with the pickup. Chiefs and Saints, oh, baby. Sunday midday. Sunday midday game. Mm. Schedule's kind of okay this week. I like the Sunday midday game, if you will. 425 start this kickoff. Chiefs and Saints. What do you got, EJ? Uh, Tom Hawk Chop taking the Chiefs. I don't think Drew Brees, even if he could be healthy, comes back in this game. But uh, Chiefs get a road win. Cheeky road win. It uh, doesn't really matter. I know Saints are competing for um, the number one overall seed, but I think Green Bay's got an easier road. This is a tough game. Uh, Chiefs win. I agree. I could not agree more. Browns, Giants. I'm, uh, sorry, Browns. I have to make my prediction first. Forgot. I am picking the Chiefs as well. That's why I said I could not agree more. Make sure everyone's got that document. I said the Chiefs over the Saints. Now, you said Browns. Browns. Now, you got the Browns. Why do you got the Browns? What do the Browns have to do this week? Give us some Ohio anal- uh, analytics here, EJ. Well, Miles Garrett's done a great job getting in the backfield. He's been quite, kind of quiet getting a couple sacks this week. But Baker Mayfield's done a fantastic job of minimizing interceptions. Yes, tough interception last week. But threw for over 300 yards in two consecutive games. Got a great two-headed monster, Nick Chubb. Uh, and Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, averaging right around 100, just under 100 yards per game. Uh, he was at 99.9 going into this week's game, rushed for about 80-something yards. So he's a little bit shy of that now. Uh, but Kareem Hunt also got over 800 yards rushing on the season. So we got a great two-headed monster. Uh, Nick Chubb's probably the second or third best running back in the league. Kareem Hunt, former MVP and rushing champion. Uh, we got a good team right now. So uh, that and the Giants suck. So uh, Browns yeah. this week, even though the Giants, are there's not- your stats, though. There's the inside scoop. See, and even if even though the Giants are trying to battle hard to get into, you know, try to win that great division that they're currently in. I they're they're not beating the Browns this week. And this is coming from a, a Steeler fan, as I mentioned numerous not times. Not when the Browns come off a loss. No. And I just got them in this game because, they're again, better, not just the better because of the better football team, but. They are the better football team. And now coming off that loss, I was actually going to be my point, was they're going to have some fire in their ass. They they don't want to let anything slip away here. They don't want anything to happen, not that it will or could. But it, well, it's let's be clear. If you, have, if you have fire in your ass, you should call your doctor. You should, or you might be cramping. <laughs> You're cramping. You might, you might have to get a simple checkout, especially if you have fire in, your, in uh, another region as well. But nonetheless, I got the Browns in this game as well. Bengals and Steelers. Sorry, EJ. If the Steelers don't win this fucking football game, I'm so I've swore a couple times. Sorry, makes makes me sound less intelligent. I apologize, but you know what? We're getting our point across here. Steelers are winning this game, and I went first here because obviously losing last week to Buffalo, losing the week before to Washington. Okay, if that doesn't put fire and a little worry up your ass, especially when you got the Brown sniff in your butt, get it? Dog pound. That's why I went there. Uh, that they. That I don't know what else is motivation, okay? Big Ben got beat up last week, okay? He took some he took some hits last week. He battled through. He's a big guy, but he's not young, okay? He's not a young spring chicken anymore, okay? He's, he's older. You got to protect him a bit more. This is a game you have to win if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. You let this slip away, slip away you're actually proving to the league that all year has been a joke. And the, the argument that I wanted to bring, EJ, this was, since this is our last game that we're jumping into, before we wrap up our show is I got into a debate with our analyst, Dane Hancho here. Okay. So the game the he, uh, he messaged me and asked me, Dave, are you worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers? And my answer is uh, my, my answer per se was nah, quote unquote, nah, not yet. We clinched lost to a bad team and a good team. And it happens. A better question would have been, are you worried about the Browns? Because honestly, yes, that, that, Losing a division could happen. You lose this week, you're going through a lot of problems. But things that I was told by Dane was that you you haven't beat a good team all season. Now, this is stuff that I have heard, okay, and I've talked about this. And since our own analyst has said this, I'm throwing him under the bus and a little special shout-out to Dane. It is his birthday at this day of recording, may I add. So give us a proper birthday shout-out when we, when we conclude. But he mentioned that he said they haven't beaten a good team all year. And that's where I said, Yes, we have. The Texans and Titans, when they were hot, they were 5-0 and when we played them. That was the Titans. And then the Ravens, when Lamar was there, and we also beat the Browns, which we beat them quite convincingly earlier in the season. I'd say five were good wins. One was suspect. 
in those first handful of games just over that. And then there was more back-and-forth banter where he was debating about the Texans were never good. And that's where previously in this show where I mentioned the Texans had a lot of tough losses in that first four to five weeks that I didn't think measured them as a football team because they played teams that were better than them. But overall, the argument was that the Steelers haven't beat a good team all year. And I strongly disagree they have, but they've also lost games. They haven't convinced me that they're the best team in in football right now. They haven't. They were when they were undefeated, when they were the only team. But now they're obviously not statistically wise and because teams that have beaten them but it happens i still believe that they are one of the better football teams and that they aren't a fluke team and for the fucking love of god prove me right steelers this week by beating the Bengals. and that's why i'm picking the steelers too because of pure motivation my favorite team because again stronger football teams win games in football usually eight times no, seven times out of ten usually i don't have a stat proof anywhere to prove that but i just do that <laughs> Dave, I want to start off by saying this. You know, you know, I love you, buddy, right? <laughs> What's leading after that? <laughs> Fuck you! I'm taking the Bengals, buddy. And here's the reason why. Okay, you look at their total yards over the year. Okay, these Pittsburgh Steelers have a better offensive line and better tools at the running back position. They're averaging 89.1 yards. Uh, per game rushing Bengals are averaging 92.3 and I think that they find a way uh, with the Steelers having a depleted defense this is my excuse of how the Bengals are going to win it they're going to slip through the cracks uh, and the holes in the Pittsburgh defense find a way to have a good rushing game Uh, you're going to hear a name Giovanni Bernard quite a few times I'll bring that one out Bengals this week just because I got to pick against you well, I like that. You're making it. I picked for you, but you're picking against me. I like that. Keeping it, keeping it honest on here. Honest. Go Bungles. Who day? No, uh, it's going to be an absolute. I hope Big Ben comes out and f- fires the football in ways that he has. Oh, I'll lose this bet. I, I really think the Steelers. <laughs> this is if they lose. I oh my goodness. It's 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 a Dave curse. I'll call it curse. I, my teams are cursed. But I did see them win two titles, so maybe they're. I'm not cursed. Again, that's a little shove in everyone else's face who hasn't seen their team win yet. EJ? Nice. Yeah. Thanks, bud. <laughs> now, EJ, my friend, you know, before we get to our conclusion, I want to say happy birthday to Dean Hancho on that point, despite me giving him shit. Hancho! Uh, I want to say happy birthday to him. Of course, he turned 29 the day of this recording. It's December the 16th here inside Sports Center Bar and Grill. 75 cent wing night. Still lively in here. It's It's properly COVID-19 properly packed. Make sure I stress that because of being on radio. They're following the protocols. It's still busy in here. So somewhere you want to be, and you know a restaurant is good. Well, if you want to go out, it's your choice. Go out. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing. You know a restaurant is strong in presence and is good when they're busy on a Monday night. I'm a firm believer of that. Or, or Sorry, Monday night. Wednesday night and Monday night are the two nights. And Mondays. Thank you. Yes, this is obviously Wednesday. Monday and Wednesday nights are the key nights in the week, beginning and the mid, to set up for an enjoyable weekend. And honestly, they have their wing nights those nights. It's a perfect time to get down here just to get through your week and to be a part of the great family here inside Sports Center. And again, EJ, they're local in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, so support the local here. Hashtag Gem Local. We got the Gem National, but we got the Gem Local too, and we are proud supporters of our local. EJ. You do, my friend. You got the host of the hot seat. You got some local advertisements on your end that we don't mind plugging in on this show, obviously, because we're all a family, a part of Jam the Game Sports Show. What do you got on tap this week, my good sir? Well, last week we did do a recording of the hot seat, which is always sponsored by Most Pub in Escanaba. Yeah. Uh, 24 TVs, multiple local craft beers, best place to catch a game in Escanaba, best pub in Escanaba. Shout out to Most Pub. Thank you for sponsoring the hot seat. Uh, Tyler and I will be recording tomorrow. Last week we did put together an episode with Butch Davis, but unfortunately the recording got lost. EJ screwed something up again. Go figure. More technical difficulties. <laughs> learn it. But You're stuff learning, happens. You know learn. what? Yeah, that's right. Hey, you know what? We'll be fine because guess what? We're going to have a fire episode tomorrow. Tyler and I are back. We're going to be hitting you with our grapes and groans and everything else. Of course, check us out. Here on In the Pocket, Monday Night Edition on ESPN 1400. Check us out at thegamesportshow.com. Gem platforms, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Dave, plug the rest, but uh, thegamesportshow.com, thegamesportshow.bobbing.com. There's a lot that you're going to get to, and there's a lot more coming. I can't wait to do the official announcement of the A Lot More Coming. It's just fucking burning my ass, if you will. 
talked a lot about ass this show. Why are we talking about burning asses? <laughs> Dave, do, do you need to go to the doctor? I think I need to call Dr. Ass. Good Lord. The ass doctor, not not the ass man from WWE. <laughs> Sorry. Billy Gunn, I think it was Billy Gunn. Scott and Butch would like that one. Oh, Mr. Ass, was that his nickname? The Mr. badass Billy Gunn. Badass, yeah, that's right. There we go. Oh, my God, wrestling people. Intercontinental Inch is going to come give me a power bomb through this through this table here at Sports Center. I'm sure people would love that entertainment until I'm on the ground knocked out, maybe be a bit more serious after that. But nonetheless. I'll pay for that. We have extra fun. Maybe if you want me and Inch to go against each other in the ring. Nah, no. Like, I've, I've always we've always had a joke. Do it. Book it, Dave. I don't think it would work out for me on my end, to be honest. Okay, the guy works at the fucking steel plant. Okay, that's a tough dude. Okay, anyone works at the steel plant, you're a tough dude here in Sault Ste. Marie. But nonetheless, make sure you hit follow, like, and subscribe. Sorry, on all the platforms of the game sports show and with Sports Center Bar and Grill in particular. EJ, my friend, thanks for taking the time. A little bit of extra time tonight, but we wanted to make sure we got this extra airtime in. And we got more news shows coming up, as you alluded to, your hot seat edition. And, of course, we have another news show coming up to Ontario this week, our North Superior Brewing Company edition, where we're going to be talking about hockey in that one, but we're going to be mixing in some other uh, content in there as well. And that is going to be some basketball discussion and baseball with the st- with Strike Zone with Connor Henderson. They may be separate uploads, but they're all going to be recorded at once. So make sure you check out North Superior Brewing Company as well. It's a northern thing, another local brewery here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Support local, hashtag gem local. EJ, my friend, thanks again, and we will be in touch uh, we we will be taking a Christmas holiday after this week here in the Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Oh, oh, oh. Of course, the ESPN 1400 will have a show on Monday next week. But here inside Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, after the uploads this week, we will be taking a break. Uh, unless, of course, there's breaking news, we will break the necessary news when needed on particular shows and different, different sponsorship shows. But project us here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario not to return until January the 4th. So obviously... What's that mean for a couple weeks of football? We will fill out our pickums. We'll do uploads when necessary, but that we are taking a Christmas holiday here with Jim on the Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario side. We take our breaks because it's definitely deserved. Despite that it's COVID, you need to spend time with your family. So EJ, and despite our- despite Christmas, uh, the hot seat will continue to try and record weekly. Here we got enough problems. Uh, having shows get canceled that we can't afford to not try to put one up every week. So we're going to continue to try to put up shows every week so that you guys will have some content to listen to uh, outside of Christmas, so family holiday. Love that. Love to hear that. So our next show will be, well, we will have a, we'll have special edition uploads going after Christmas, but our next news show after this week, of course, will be on January the 6th. It's, and that will be our next In the Pocket edition, and we'll have a lot to get to that week and a lot of catch up despite some breaking news that we might break ej my friend thanks again and we'll see you on january the 6th thank you of course this has been in the pocket for the game sports show david mckeg here make sure you like follow subscribe again i'm going to remind you all the time to do that because you should if you're listening you know you like it make sure you do that it's been smash that button for show smash it hard i'm here to remind you keep your stick on the ice swing your back catch your touchdowns drain your threes and shoot your shots Booyah. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. We want to tip our hats to Compass Imaging and Demansky Office Interiors, two great businesses in one great location. From overall graphics to full office needs, Compass and Demansky has it all in one stop. Make sure you check them out on Facebook and on Instagram. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With an aim to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN, the reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. 
The game sports show and game entertainment media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up is free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. You can follow The Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at The Game Sports Show.